0: I don't like shooting myself, I'm sorry. Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak.
1: It's Thursday, August 5th, 2010, time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, episode 223. This is no agenda. In a tiny beach shack, coming to you from the Diver's Paradise Crackpot Command Center, just 35 kilometers north of Alo Presidente, in the Netherlands Antilles, in the morning... I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from northern Silicon Valley, where I don't expect this call to last more than five minutes because of the connection, I'm John C. Dvorak.
1: It's Craig and Buzzkill. In the morning. Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) I give it like ten minutes, actually. Yeah, it was ten minutes the last time it crapped out. Yeah, in the morning to you, John. In the morning to you and in the morning to all the ships at sea. And, of course, our human resources uh, who uh, should be all charged up and ready. Your government needs you nice and charged. Yeah, that's what they need, charged. Yeah, they need charging. So uh, the one thing I've forgot to do amongst all this is Twitter. Have you done that? No, uh, you can just retweet me. Okay, hold on, let me do that. Yeah, I'm, of course, I'm afraid to do anything at this point. Cause seems... Yeah, don't worry about it. Ah, it's done. It's too late. It's all over.
0: Uh... So, uh, we have a bunch of, oh, in fact, (laughs) that's funny.
1: Yes. Uh. (laughs) Ah. And there we go. We've already lost John. Uh, At least we got the opening down. (laughs) Let me uh, see if I can bring him back into the fold here. This, uh, may just not work.
0: Hold on. I was right. Five minutes. But actually, that's no good. You sound terrible
1: well yeah it wasn't even five minutes it was like two minutes
0: well you're back
1: yeah well you know what it is you mentioned Alo presidente and immediately they flipped the switch on me <laughs> it's like hey, those crackpots are too close we gotta turn them off uh all right so we'll see how long it lasts but uh i, I don't have a very good feeling about it all i do however have a brand new jingle to share with you john Hit it. It's another Jeff Smith Spectacular.
0: Adam Uh-oh. Curry, former Soviet spy. <laughs> yes? Yeah, I like it.
1: It doesn't <laughs> it do me any good, no, but it's of course, okay. Of course not. It's, it's not meant for you. It's meant for me. So, uh, up here, or down here, I should say, in... Uh, what would, this, uh, what would this portion of Gitmo Nation be?
0: Uh, that's a good question. Island. I don't know.
1: I don't know, because we're, we're, you know, as I said, we're about 35 clicks north of Venezuela. Um, although officially on... Uh, fuck me. All right, well, let's just... You know, um, if it drops out again, then I have one other option. Um,
0: if, if. If. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got my, uh, my bat signal. That worked. The push notification came through. So, All right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's the island life, my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess that's out as a permanent residence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that does kind of uh, put a,
0: a bummer on the whole thing. Yeah, because we were talking, we were having a conversation last night, and uh, Mickey wanted to just stay there, move there.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. well that ain't gonna happen if we have this They don't have uh, 3G on the island either, unfortunately They have uh, GPRS so, so I am overlooking uh, the most beautiful blue-green ocean I've ever seen And uh, it's been quite peaceful I have unfortunately not been able to actually watch Alo Presidente's show They don't uh, carry it here Oh, no. Yeah, it's a real bummer. We do have uh, Bravo. Uh, I think Mickey found was able to find Kardashians. She, <laughs> so all is well. That's why she doesn't mind moving here. The Kardashians can be received.
0: Yuck. Hmm. How can you watch that show? Yeah, so what's going on uh,
1: stateside?
0: Uh, well, they passed the uh, gay... Uh Mary or no, the, the gay marriage thing was turned down by the uh, local judge, yeah, the proposition eight, which is a big deal in California, and now there's going to be this huge battle, but I, I've actually made a clip for about this because there's a little gotcha in here in the way this guy's approaching this mm-hmm. that I think is very interesting it had nobody, and nobody I know of has picked up on it yet, and um, if you want to play the clip, which is the um, gay marriage rundown. Yeah. yeah, and see if you can spot in here a little, just a little, this is a long clip, but you wanted clips for the show, uh, but this, there's a, you see if you can spot the very interesting little tidbit in here that says to me, oh, that's interesting, we can, uh, we, uh, I can use that for um, other uses, I'm I'm thinking.
1: Okay. Here we go.
2: Because marriage gives so many rights to the various couples who can marry, it's very important that we're clear about which couples have those rights and which do not. And you can't sort of have rights one day and have them taken away the next day, etc. So I do think it's very important that we... What
1: are you talking about? They take away rights all the, all the time. They take away your passport. The hell is that? Yep. Yeah, I know. It's bogus. He uh, had some
2: clarity on this, and I think that's probably why Judge Walker said, OK, I'll take another look at it and decide whether to stay my ruling.
3: Professor Nice, I just want to fo- follow up about the judge, because there was some criticism about uh, Judge Walker outside the courthouse today. For those who don't know, he's 65 years old, appointed by uh, the first president, Bush, in 89. But he he is gay, and there were those who said, well, he actually had made up his mind before the trial ever began. Is there grounds for appeal based on that?
2: It seems pretty unlikely. In fact, if you look at the ruling, it's 138 pages. It's a fairly thorough and detailed uh, analysis of the evidence that was presented at the trial. I mean, people can criticize Judge Walker, but at the end of the day, he didn't make the decisions about how to defend this case. Uh, The state attorney general and the state governor refused to defend the case. The lawyers that were representing the uh, proponents of Prop 8 really argued religious beliefs and moral disapproval. And whether you like it or not, those things are actually not allowed as a defense to a law. Our constitution simply does not allow moral disapproval alone as a reason to interfere with any group's constitution.
1: Uh, John, just hold on a second. So did they pass Prop 8 or did they vote it down? What what happened here?
0: No, Prop 8 was passed and that banned gay marriage in the state of California. And uh, so then a judge, of course, because the gays wanted to, you know, wanted to, they don't want this law No, no. and, and they, they, they so the walk other down side the of the group wants the law and so they went to a judge who happens to be gay but it was a Bush kind judge of, and he, kind, of it kind of slipped of, in there he's, that's okay he, was, he did a fairly uh, thorough job but, but it was largely the uh, it was always expected this to go to the Supreme Court so they can make it you know kind of stick around for other states so there's, this, there's a plot afoot but what they what the judge said which was interesting to me I don't know if we got to that in the clip yet but uh, was the rationale he says look you can't you do you can't make a moral judgment that can't be right. your only defense right
1: because that's unconstitutional
0: Yeah, you can't just say well it's because i don't like it you know <laughs> i mean because yeah. i think it's you know whatever well i'm thinking well doesn't this same kind of thinking apply to laws against prostitution drugs
1: yeah just because you don't like it exactly
0: so is this Precedent going to show up? I mean, you, I don't know how far you can take this logic, but this sort of logic that it's like, what is, the, you know, there's a law against prostitution. And the only reason for that law is for is for moral reasons. It's a mor- it's a morality thing, just like the, the what, what we're seeing here.
1: But how come, so we're how, have, come not, ex- how come we're having the conversation after the fact? So it passes, and now we have all the now we have the the logical conversation. Well, it passes
0: because, up. because the the public voted for it. It's got nothing to do with anything. Right. I mean, we in California, we can pass any law we want to uh, through referendums and initiatives. But the fact of the matter is, that it gets appealed as an unconstitutional law. And then, if the rationale for it being unconstitutional is it has to do with more morality, then that, can't we apply that thinking to other laws? I find it kind
1: of interesting that uh, I was uh, maybe a related news story: the uh, the guy who uh, leaked all those documents to WikiLeaks. Now they're kind of pulling. Well, this exposes. Uh, he was angry about gays in the military, and because uh, he was gay, and you know, and that's why he wanted to become a whistleblower and get all this stuff out there. this be related somehow?
0: I don't. I honestly don't think so. But it is an interesting coincidence. Whatever the case is, this is the big story, and of course, now it's going to the Ninth Circuit, which is crazy and um, known crazy court. And so anything can come out of there, but it doesn't make any difference because whatever happens from the next thing is going to be appealed again until it gets to the Supreme Court. And they're going to try to rush it to the Supreme Court where they have the the voters on their side, even though nobody knows how any of these guys are going to really vote on anything. Hmm.
1: Uh, So now that we appear to have a stable connection coming to you from uh, down south, almost in uh, Venezuela, uh, perhaps we should... uh, do a quick mention of our executive producers, if we have any, and are uh, any other executive producer,
4: associates. Yeah, we have a associates. ton.
1: Associates. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, do we I have, have to open up a new file, though. Uh, <laughs> You're so prepared for the show. No, I was prepared, and Eric just sent me another copy of the, of the uh, spreadsheet because there was some stuff missing on it, oh. and so I just got it, and then I had to then I opened it, and then the, it says. You can't have two spreadsheets of the same name open at the same time, so I had to close one of them, and then close the other one, and I had to reopen it. It's not a matter of being prepared. Okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, calm down. Just telling you that these machines, you know, are picky. They're, they're... So we have uh, three executive executive producers.
1: As in single line executive producers?
0: Yeah. Wow, okay. Because they each gave us $1,000. Holy crap. Yeah, pretty amazing. I,
1: I should go on vacation more often. You should just stay out of town, and we'll do just fine. <laughs> All right, Get back
0: I, I, to Europe. <laughs> executive producer. Wow. Okay, who we got going on here? Mark Dytham, D Y T H A M, who uh, was actually given this as a gift from his uh, partner, um, Astrid Klein. These are two hot shot, uh, big time architects in Tokyo. Um yeah. And uh and I like their stuff. We should have them design a house for us, but I think they they don't look cheap. Uh anyway, it- Mark, Mark uh, gets it because, according to Astrid, he deserves a big pat in the back for always challenging the status quo and taking us out on a limb with his amazing visionary ideas. Adam can testify to this. It is invariably stressful to deal with so many unknowns at once, but deep down we know it's only the right thing to do, and in the end we'll get satisfaction. No money in the world can pay for Still, nobody wants to be in the red either, and so now we can't live without your shows, whether D, uh, No Agenda, DH Unplugged, thank you very much. <coughs> Daily Source Code, or Tech 5, thank you very much. So please keep it coming, and that stands And get that stand for the cowbell. uh, And and she says also that you can give Mark the knighthood, but she gets the ring. She says it'll look better on her. (laughs)
1: Okay. okay, Uh,
0: That's a subtle hint, John. Indeed. Chris Jacob in San Francisco, California. Please make this donation on behalf of Bullseye USA. Wow. We know Chris Jacob.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he used to work at, uh, at Mevio. Or at pod Show, well, I he,
0: would say. He wants Bullseye USA plugged. Bullseyeusa.com. What is it? What is Bullseyeusa.com? It's an f- official firearm store of the No Agenda Knights. No. <laughs> I don't think it's the same it's wait, wait, so,
1: so Chris goes from sales to, well, I guess firearm sales is the same thing, right? Is it right? the same
0: Chris Jacob? Do we know that for a fact?
1: Yes, yes, it is. Was Chris a gun nut? No, well, no, I know he's been a No Agenda listener for a long. You know what? I got a note from him. He said uh, he was doing something new, and he he did say watch the PayPal donation soon.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that must be Chris. Wow. Okay. So, so now he's a. Uh, and I don't mean gun nut in the pejorative, by the way. I like shooting myself. I don't like shooting myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where I can't get to my jingles quick enough. You know, because I, you know, someone's going to clip it. Well, John's just.
1: Gonna go shoot himself, and uh, all it took was uh, two shots to the head, and we dropped the connection. All right, Bullseye USA. Yeah, you you, you were saying you know I shot you two okay, in the head, well, anyway, and then you thank dropped KJ. Out. KJ. Yeah,
0: so K- Matt Chris J finally awesome. uh, the last uh, executive producer will be Matthew. Pe- actually, I don't know who to give this to, but Matthew Petty gets the knighthood. This is one of Paul Couture, who is doing the uh, coin project. Oh, from
1: uh,
0: noagendafans.com, yeah, exactly. He's, doing, he's do, do getting us 12 nights. And um, at noagendafans.com, for anyone who wants to take a look at the challenge coin. Uh, so go to no challenge Coin at noagendafans.com. And the uh, night will be Matthew Petty. And then we have uh, executive producers, two more, but these are together. Sean Connolly. Naperville, Illinois, uh, 333 and uh, Hi-Fi Yang is what it looks like to me, but Jeffrey, but it says Hi-Fi for some unknown reason here. It Jeffrey from New York, 333 three thirty-three thirty-three. and last time uh, I complained, he says that it, he wants too many karma, karma points. He's asked for the, same, for the same job, health, and family, karma. And it's a double salute to Adam for living on something. On uh, we, the producers. <laughs> I'm what boy, on what? I'm living on what? On we, the producers. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, no, the, exactly. Oh, living on the producers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like my yeah. only income. That's... Yeah, good point. Well, he's got an annuity, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured right. after a six-executive producer show, this one will be a, a drought. A, dra- a drought. Uh, my Bucket of Water and Joy. In fact, it was just the opposite, which is just shows you, this, this is so inconsistent, uh, we would be nice if, if it was a little more stable. John Snyder, Sir John Snyder, Chicago. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Sean Connolly and uh, Jeffrey Yang are executive producers, and then we have associate executive producers, John Snyder. John Snyder. Knight, uh, Chicago, 234. And Realtimedata.com, uh, which is a... Uh, Associate Executive Producer, 222.22. Uh, 22.
1: Okay, so it. let me just get this right. So we got Sir John Snyder is Associate Executive Producer, Realtimedata.com. Okay, and what was the final one? Was that it?
0: No, that's just two. Two associates and, uh... Three standalones and two. <laughs> this is like a real show with all these crazy credits. It is. It, yeah. Watch the beginning of Law and Order sometime and try to figure out who actually does the show.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have uh,
0: to have the boxed credit. That's still my favorite.
1: All right. So, um, as all of you know, these are very official credits. Um, you can use them uh, in your correspondence uh, for uh, for jobs. Uh, we will vouch for you because, of course. Uh, there it goes yeah am I still with you? yeah yeah unlike uh, a Hollywood credit you can actually talk to uh, the creators of the show and get them on the on the phone and we'll vouch for you so thank you very much Um, our executive I'll just do them in a row here executive producer Mark Ditham, executive producer Chris Jacob of uh, BullseyeUSA.com executive producer Matthew Petty and then our uh, executive producers, uh, this is a separate line in the credit roll, Sean Connolly, Jeffrey Yang, right? Did I miss anyone yeah. there? And then associate executive producers, Sir John Snyder and Realtimedata.com. All the rest of you out there, you know what you have to do. you got to go out and propagate the formula. It is extremely simple. Our formula is this.
4: We go out, we hit people in the mouth.
1: All right, everyone, say it along now. Shut, Shut up, up. sleeves.
0: <laughs> I'm waiting for
1: it to crap out any minute now.
0: Oh, yeah, you're at the <laughs> point where it's uh, going to die. It's about time to die once again. It's fun to edit the show.
1: Uh, yeah, it's going to take me two hours to edit. The upload will be even more fun. Actually, that should take a uh, better part of the afternoon. Uh, by the way, I'm three hours ahead here right now. It's uh, twelve thirty-five uh, in the afternoon, whereas uh, oh. it's uh, still in the morning for you. And uh, but uh, interestingly enough, this uh, you know, Alo Presidente uh, Hugo Chavez has made some noise about. Uh, uh, Bonaire, where we are right now. Oh, he now. wants to
0: take over the island?
1: Well, actually, on 10-10-10, it uh, becomes an official...
0: A, what's that? 10-10 day. That's a big deal. That's yeah. a Chinese lucky, ne- oh, lucky yeah. day.
1: No, it, no, it's a huge day. On 10-10-10, uh, it becomes a full municipality of the Netherlands. So right now, I guess it's kind of like a colony-type deal where it's uh, part of so the it's Netherlands and to I
0: like a county so you're liking to be in Holland.
1: Yeah, it will be no different from uh, say uh, North Holland. Uh, this will be its own uh, its own county and uh, the Dutch will be uh, as if they didn't already, but they'll be uh, running the things down here and uh, Hugo's saying, "Oh yeah, well that's interesting that uh, that it actually won't be a part of NATO."
0: Oh Which, it, huh. mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so he's saying, "Oh, nice! You know, just bring on some of those uh, warships and airplanes down here, and they're flying over my airspace all the time, anyway." So he's he just he popped up right out of nowhere, making some news about
2: it.
0: Huh? Interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: And, and you got to think, why are they doing it? You know, why is the Dutch government or or the non-existent Dutch government? Why are they uh, all of a sudden deciding uh, you know to do this
0: on this lucky day of all days? I Have no idea. I mean, obviously, the USA told them to. Yeah. Or the EU told them to. Somebody told them to. Yeah. Well, Cause so like, I I don't know why. You know, I mean, we haven't done that with uh, Puerto Rico. No. No. Um,
1: and so anyway, so the uh, the Netherlands Antilles guilder will disappear, and they will only accept the dollar. They won't be taking the euro, obviously. Um. So you can already pay with dollars here on the island. Pegged uh, uh, the uh, the the Netherlands Antilles guilder, which is kind of funny. They're still using that. Is pegged to the dollar at one seventy nine, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a a, a full blown county.
2: Hmm,
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, that's about all the news I have from here, John. That's about it. Well, that's, that's what you do on an island. <laughs> yeah, you don't do much else than. Uh, oh, but I must say, this place is amazing. It is the uh, they call it the the divers paradise because uh, well, there's good diving around here, and what's great about it is there's no beach. That's why there's no uh, no huge tourism with big hotels and stuff because you know people like to hang it on the beach and basically it's just you you drop off the edge and uh, you're in the in the coral. And speaking of dropping off,
4: yeah. Well,
0: at least we're on a we're on a roll. We're on a
1: roll. <laughs> we're we're rocking here, baby.
0: Awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't remember what I was talking about. You were talking about the beach. Yeah. You could so, chat because I was dozing off.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> no, but it's kind of nice because it's it's an island which is fantastic. It's a great place to be. But the reason why there's no huge tourism here is because there is no beach. You know, so that's so there's no big hotels there's uh, it's only people who come and dive and the only tourists who are here are underwater.
0: So it's beautiful. Oh so there's no there's no like a beach where you have a bunch of Oh that's interesting.
1: No, no no that's what make it so that's what makes it so awesome. And there's only like one
0: flight a day that comes in. You no know, it's perfect. It makes it awesome that there's nothing to do but dive. You're a diver?
1: No, I'm a snorkeler. Okay. No, but it's look. It's uh, It's beautiful. It's uh. It's sunny. Uh. You know. It's, uh. We've gone sailing. No. It's great. It's great. But it's just you know no tourists. Of course, the only people who are here are Dutch, which is a downer. And and, and I mean that well for our friends in Gitmo Nation Lowlands. I'm I'm not uh, not slamming it too hard, but yeah, that's kind of a downer. But otherwise, uh, no, it's great. And uh, there's just absolutely no news. There's, there's nothing going on here. You don't get CNN? I haven't turned on the TV at all, except to find Alo Presidente.
0: So, uh, let's some clips in, since we got some stuff here. Okay. Uh, you know, there's a... Uh, we did a piece of the uh, shale and the, the oil, or the uh, gas, uh, you know, there's cracking, the fracking...
1: Yeah, that, uh, that basically makes your water flammable?
0: Yeah. Well, it's finally gotten into the network news. It's moved up the scale because I told you once it started hitting New York where these New Yorkers are, when they, they make a fuss, mm-hmm. it, started, you know, it starts to get a little more uh, mainstream. And so it's, it's, hitting the, it's finally hitting the network news. The I, big, I, I saw uh, that
1: HBO actually had a special about it the other day.
0: Did you see that Yeah, one? they're going after these guys. But here play the shale field clip. And that'll keep us uh, on the air for a few more minutes.
5: There's a controversial provision tucked inside the energy bill working its way through the Senate, and it's pitting some natural gas drillers against environmentalists. The bill requires drillers to say what chemicals they're putting in the ground to help break up shale rock and extract natural gas. Well, the issue has hit a nerve along the Marcellus Shale Reserve. This is a deep rock deposit rich in natural gas that runs beneath New York State, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Now, until recently, the shale gas was hard to reach, but technology is changing that. And as Stephanie Dew reports, people in the town of Hickory, Pennsylvania are caught in the middle, hungry for natural gas profits, but worried about the impact of drilling. Stephanie Hollowich built a house three years ago on top of a Marcellus shale field. She didn't know there was already a contract for the mineral rights under her land. From a ridge above her house, you can see gas wells, a compressor station, and wastewater containment site. There's so many what-ifs in that contract. It it doesn't talk about pipelines and compressor stations and processing plants and 24-hour traffic and noise and dust, what people are dealing with every day. She's worried about the impact it's having on her kids.
1: Oh, save the children, please.
5: aren't allowed to play outside unless the windsock is blowing away from the house. The family buys the water it uses because of fears their well water is contaminated. We still don't know exactly what we're being exposed to. The development of shale gas wells is done in stages. First, the lease rights must be secured, then a well is drilled. To efficiently drill in shale, the well is drilled down 8,000 feet and then about a mile horizontally. After the well is drilled comes the fracking, which involves sending water, sand, and a small amount of chemical solution into the wellbore. That fracking process is suspected of contaminating water. Ron Gula had one of the region's first horizontally drilled wells on his 141-acre farm. He claims the drilling company polluted his pond.
6: I don't know what all they used up here. you got to realize this was a second horizontal done.
7: This was all experimental. We are the guinea pigs. Who knows
0: what they were using up here. I have no idea. We're not privy to that information. Both Gula and... How how do we not spend time blaming people, but find a way to restore, to find some? Okay,
1: so uh, at least they got the whole clip in.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So this is just going to reach a. This is going to. This can't continue. Well, crap. No, we can try it a little bit longer, but... No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fracking.
1: Oh, yeah, well, but the thing that she didn't... She didn't talk about the flammable water. She only talked about the noise and the dust and... Well,
0: uh, yeah, and another guy came on. He didn't have the flammable water, but he had water that stunk. I think the flammable water is just an anomaly in some areas.
1: I don't know, man, because I watched that HBO special, and that was pretty outrageous. You know, Just turning tap water on in the sink and and lighting it is, uh, I I would say... uh, Concerning at
0: best, <laughs> I would say. Oh, I can't drink that stuff! Did you have a flame out? Burp. So,
1: you yeah. So, um, so you see now the the network news going after. I now? think
0: it's well. That that was Nightly Business Report, but it's. I think it's headed to the networks, and it's going to be uh, all over for these guys. They can't put. I mean, the, the public can't tolerate this.
1: No. And will we see this in Los Angeles as well?
0: I don't think there's fracking going on in Los Angeles. Well, there's lots of oil drilling on the way to the airport. Yeah, I don't know if they're fracking. Bells. It's just it's the wet stuff. It's different. You don't, they don't have to, it's like a pool of it. They just pump it out. I mean, that's not the same as this thing where you crack it and crack all the shale. You change the structure of the earth beneath you. And then you, you pump this gas that pockets up here and there, out of there. It's just The, the whole thing is, is artificial. Well, we'll have to keep well, our Are you, eye on irked, it. About the, are you <laughs> irked about the oil wells in L- L.A.? No, not at all. I just, uh, I mean, you know, I,
1: I have my water filtered, reverse osmosis and all that stuff. And, oh, by the way, I, I, I saw a report that they're bringing up the old put the lithium in the water again.
0: What, who's putting lithium in the water?
1: Well, Japan was doing it, and now they're, uh, they're testing that again in Texas. Well, Texas has natural lithium in the water. No, but they're actually adding it to the water and they're saying, no. "Well, you
0: know, we have it's the
1: whole less suicides thing." It's like, "Yeah, it's good. It's good. It'll be less suicides." It's uh, it's it's, uh, it's really good and uh, you know, all you you good little slaves, you should like it. We've got uh, you know, your fluoride, you like that, don't you? It's good for your teeth. This is good for your brain.
0: Yeah, well. I'm not uh I haven't followed it, so I don't know. Let's find another clip where we have the minute in front of us. Okay. Uh, there's a meme that's starting up. There's two things going on. One is they're trying to get, uh, you know, they're trying to convince us that we're, we're leaving Iraq any minute.
1: Oh, right. In August, right? August 31st? Yeah, end of or, August.
0: Yeah, okay. And so Katie Couric had a big report. I, this week I listened to, I learned a couple of things. Cause like last week I listened to the left-wing talk shows. The week before that, the right-wing talk shows. This week I listened to the network people. And I found out one interesting thing about network news. Almost every single commercial now a days is a drug commercial for oh, yeah. anybody who watches network news. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Uh, in fact, I have a series of clips, just two, three clips in it. There's like three little commercials or three, two thirty seconds. And then a, this is the, the only kind of commercials they play. You'll find it in the uh, clip that's called um, I think it's commercial, commercial Interruptions. Yeah, play that.
1: For strong bones,
8: I take calcium. But my doctor told me that most calcium supplements aren't absorbed properly unless taken with food. He recommended CitraCal. It's different. It's calcium citrate, so it can be
2: absorbed with or without food. CitraCal.
9: For frequent heartburn
3: relief, nothing beats Prevacid 24-Hour. Just one pill helps keep you heartburn-free for a full 24 hours. Prevent the acid that causes frequent heartburn with Prevacid 24-Hour.
7: All day, all night, nothing works better. With COPD, I was short of breath, so I couldn't always do what I wanted to do. But five minutes ago, okay, I took Cymbal. Stop. We don't to cymbal- listen
0: to the whole thing. That's a long one. Uh, but the point is, is, this is all they play. And, by, and for people out there who, who enjoy the fact that we like to deconstruct things, you have to remember that when you're, when you're watching television, commercial television, the commercials are aimed at the audience that the show is aimed for. Which is idiot. So, <laughs> so if you're watching a thing with CitraCal for people who are losing their bones, and they, they're belching all the time, so they have to take <laughs> Pepsi AC or whatever it is, and then they got they can't breathe, these, that means that you're watching a show that's actually really old people.
1: Well, and isn't it amazing, John, that after uh, healthcare, the uh, historic health care bill is passed, that all of a sudden we have all these drug commercials. Could that be related? I think that these
0: commercials before the healthcare—I think it's been going on for years.
1: Yeah, but now I, I, I agree with you. It seems to be the only thing that we're getting these days. Is uh, and they're pulling it, and it all stops out of everything, you know. So the as we pointed out on the last show, selling uh, vitamin B as, uh, as as a as a prescription medicine. Yeah, I have, I have a feeling it's related to healthcare. I really do. I think that these guys are just like yeah, it's going to be great. It's all going to be awesome for us.
0: So, meanwhile, the new these news shows are pushing uh, to kind of two or three agendas that are kind of interesting. One of them is the idea that we're leaving Iraq, but not quite, and they're trying to get us used to the fact that it's not quite. And this Katie Kirk report—I didn't—I cut a little bit, so it's not so damn long because this was extremely long. Uh, and the clip is called "Leaving Iraq with Dog," and the reason I say "with Dog" is because in the middle of the clip, for some unknown reason, they have a dog bark. And it's almost like it was added in for some, I don't know, to add some ambiance, I suppose, whatever the case is. This is what's really, this is the main message they're trying to tell us. When he came into office, there were 144,000
7: U.S. troops in Iraq. Today, there are 81,000, and by the end of this month, there will be 50,000. Officially, they'll be designated as non-combat forces, but that may be misleading. Yeah, see, that's the trick. Before we even continue with it, it he keeps talking
1: about we're re- withdrawing all the non-combat forces. There's nothing said about the contractors. No,
0: we're, withdraw- we're withdrawing the combat forces. Yeah, the
1: combat forces. Nothing said about um,
7: about the consultants.
0: Yeah, no. He mentions the. He mentions he, he addresses some of this. Okay,
7: let's go. Because the troops will still be in harm's way and will continue to support Iraqi combat forces. They also can the dog. engage in targeted counter. It's, that, that's ambience. that's the ambiance. That's that's what Iraq is all about. It's just a bunch of dogs. Engage in targeted counterterrorism operations, and while the U.S. troop reduction is on schedule, Iraq's transition to a stable nation is not. <laughs> The president today said violence is near the lowest level in years, but the Iraq government disagrees. They say July was the most violent month in more than two years. And the political infighting is so intense that five months after national elections, they still don't have a functioning government.
2: It's certainly not the stability that we had envisioned in, in, uh, when President Obama rolled out his strategy for
10: Iraq.
0: Every time we disconnect, we get a message from Skype asking to evaluate the call. <laughs> really? I haven't gotten that. I get that So I put very bad. And then they give you a laundry list that said the call drops. So they'll probably be knocking on somebody's door, hopefully.
1: All right. So uh, we, co- we come out of leaving Iraq with dog.
0: Yeah. So uh, anyway, the point is they're, trying, they're, they're, they're preparing us for the fact that this, this leaving Iraq is slightly bogus. And the media is getting us ready, so, we, so we're not going to be stunned by the fact that, that we're not really leaving Iraq. Yeah, when we find and, out that it was a lie. And then meanwhile, they're, they're, the media is also promoting the fact that we're going to have to get more involved with Afghanistan. And they had a sh- thing on 60 Minutes that was just disgusting for, for one thing they had that woman who who slammed the writer from rolling stone uh who got McChrystal fired that right br-
1: because because he didn't play according to the uh, official rules of uh, journalism
0: so she's in here doing a, a puff piece promoting something or other and it's a uh, this, this guy who's uh, i've got his name somewhere let me see if i can find it her name, uh,
1: her name is flanders
0: no, Flanders is no. Flanders is the girl from Grit TV with that crazy accent. That's oh, Laura. Right. That's right. one. the one. The one I'm going to play is Homeland nonsense. The guy is Hank. The guy you're going to first hear is Hank Crumpton, and then you're going to hear some psycho that's apparently in charge of some sort of security or something at uh, in Afghanistan. He's an Afghani who just is this glib psycho. And he's going on and on about he's a big target and, they, you know, we got to do we're going to be screwed if we leave Afghanistan. He's obviously and he's living he's in his ritzy office. I get the sense that they just love to soak us. The American public's being soaked. And so the so the angle here and Hank Crumpton says a lot is we have to protect the homeland. Ooh, the homeland Ooh, is the hinterland. You know, homeland, 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 he keeps talking about. And so as though we're, we're like spread all over we have to go back to uh he talks about the homeland being under threat from afghanistan somehow and uh and so this whole thing is rigged this is that woman i have to look her up uh that the reporter who's who's obviously corrupted uh the, she's cute though and <laughs> as
1: long as she's hot then it's okay
0: well, I can put up with it anyway. And anyway, goes in, and this is, what you're, this is the crap that we're going to be uh, subjected to over the next uh, six months or more.
7: This is an enduring security concern for the United States, for our homeland. And for me, it's, it's much like deja vu, because prior to 9-11, I made the same argument. I said, if we do not address the issue in Afghanistan, we will suffer in the homeland. It will
0: Wait a minute, he said that prior to 9-11? Is that what he said? well here's what his story is well, see, well, he says a, he said yeah. that this is not public he sees this is what I'm going to tell you a story he says he was in the CIA in the hit it. not an economic he was a real hit man and he was killing people and setting up kills all over the place to, to calm things down in various parts of the world <laughs> yeah that, that's always a good policy calm things down by killing people and so then so then he I don't know why but he's not in the CIA anymore and I believe that he he's not in anymore either because I don't think they would let go on but the uh, and so now he's an independent consultant or guy I don't know what the hell he is but you look him up Hank Crumpton and all he's doing is saying we're going to be attacked at the homeland we're going to be attacked at the homeland if we don't you know kill everybody in Afghanistan using my old tricks (laughs) and then they bring out this Afghani who's just the worst character and it's just the whole thing is just it's rigged it's it's set up it's scripted
4: it's pathetic happen and it did the american public is underestimating the islamic fundamentalist groups and terrorism and extremists
8: what do you think would happen in afghanistan if the u.s decided
4: to withdraw i am very clear on what will happen first the massacre campaign will start
0: where did they dig this guy up He's like, the, he's like the head of Afghanistan security or some <laughs> crap. He's looking all over the place. He's got his head cocked. He just looks like a total dick. And he is just lording it over her, telling us all what we need to know because he knows and we're all a bunch of dummies. And uh, we have to stay there because otherwise there's going to be a... Besides the fact, let's get one thing straight. The Afghanis are armed to the teeth. And there's going to how, how's this massacre going to happen? It's going to be a massacre of both sides. But they may he makes it sound like that. Soon as we leave, the Taliban actually he says Al Qaeda, and I think it's been shown that there's only like three or four Al Qaeda in the entire country. But he he makes it clear that we're going to look like idiots if we leave.
1: Someone's now banging. <laughs> Not here. I can't win Let's hear some more of this jabroni Yeah, someone's uh, hammering Yeah, okay (laughs) On the uh, the nice and peaceful island
4: The human cost in this country Will easily be up to 2 million people Killed At least It will not be a big news for Afghanistan We are used to tragedies Throughout our history But the cost for you will be bigger What will that be? Glory comes from winning wars, not from retreat.
2: Glory for Al-Qaeda if the US
4: retreats. For Al-Qaeda. S-
2: Since Amrullah salah was the man responsible for Afghanistan's security, he had a more immediate concern, what's happening across the border in Pakistan.
4: Al-Qaeda and Taliban are now headquartered in Pakistan. The bulk of people we kill, neutralize or capture in Afghanistan are the expendable part of the terror network. The leadership is there and they are not feeling the heat. Apart from these occasional drone attacks. In Pakistan and elsewhere, where you see enemy
7: safe haven, where they are the power, where they are the status quo, we must be the insurgents. We must work and recruit locals, and we must collect intelligence, we must engage in subversion and sabotage, and be very
2: precise. If you were in your old job at the CIA, is that what you'd be doing right now? Yes. You would be inside Pakistan mm-hmm. and have men on the ground in the tribal areas mm-hmm. building the exact kind of relationships that you built with the Afghans that helped defeat the Taliban certainly
7: and i think ultimately that's how you win this type of war you have to empower the locals so they have the victory now john what what what, what exactly what channel was this on where was this broadcast
1: this was on 60 minutes 60 minutes or so are the so uh, what is the plan here it's like yeah we're moving on over, i think that the well, i mean it's, did
0: you notice the way she is like leading the question? So she's, she's completely
1: gotta- leading him on like oh yes well you know what is the consequence going to be ah oh.
0: So, anyway, you still there?
1: Yeah, I'm still here. Well, meanwhile, uh, heroin use is at an all-time high, particularly in uh, places like St. Louis.
0: Yes, we got the St. Louis story, and... uh I was reading that St. Louis story about this girl. Some poor high school chick got strung out on heroin. She looks like crap to have her picture before and after. Yeah, but it's, to make the, it's, like-
1: the, it's not just any heroin. It's the China White, which is now... It's the, uh, which is snorted. Yeah, it's the, it's the high-grade stuff. You know, the stuff that's coming from the poppies we're protecting.
0: Yeah. So, but the question on my why is this poor girl in jail?
1: Well, she's in jail because uh, she... She uh, stole a car, crashed into a light post, and she had uh, an illegal substance, and her parents won't bail her out because she's safer, which is probably true. She's safer in jail than, than out. Mm. Okay. These
0: people should be in rehab.
1: So I was looking at some... Uh, yeah, she was in rehab, but I think she busted out. I was looking at some uh, some historical statistics... And it's interesting that we get all this uh, chatter now in August, because August historically has been the month when bad things happen. We just had, uh, I think, two days ago, the anniversary of uh, Hiroshima. Uh, World War One started in August. World War Two started in August. And uh, well, might not be nice living in Iran right now.
0: The uh, I wouldn't want to live in Iraq. <laughs> the know uh, uh, well, I mean, the, this idea of getting out of uh, Iraq might be a, a setup to sucker Iran into attacking. And um, so then we can say, look, here's, we have to that's why we have to be there. And then we go back. Um, but Harry Dent, the uh, economic and, or stock market analyst, says that this August, this August, the month we're in, will mark the beginning of the Great Depression, the next Great Depression. The market's going to crash this month, and all hell's going to break loose.
1: It's funny because, you know, you can imagine on an island like this, there's, uh, there's a lot of people who have money. And uh, I was, uh, we were having a beer at, there's like two places you can have a beer. It's a very small island. And uh, this one place is called Havana. And, uh, the whole, all everyone was talking about is, uh, oh, you know, the, I don't know if they were talking about Harry Dent, but they were talking about all these guys who were saying it's, you know, the big crash is coming. I mean, it was buzzing literally about all these reports and they're emailing PDFs back and forth to each other and, oh, it's all going to happen. And we couldn't, you know, who could have seen this would happen. Uh, it, there's, and, and maybe even just that sentiment alone is, is, is enough to let the market crash.
0: You never know. Uh, sometimes that kind of sentiment, if it's really widespread, is uh, always indi- is a good indicator. It tends to, The market tends to go up. <laughs> uh, okay. That's right. the, the, the joke of it, but it's a fact. And uh, so, the, we, euro, I don't know, the euro
1: but, certainly hasn't made its crash. It's like at a it's a dollar thirty now. So you know, that, yeah, it did jump happen. back
0: up, which is good for our exports, but it's not good for my traveling. No, so I stay home. All right. So here's a. Let's change the topic. Oh actually let's stick with the Afghanistan thing for one more clip. There's another this is an interesting one. This is a long clip I have of Brian Afghan and it, the whole thing is obviously scripted and staged. Brian Williams does a little special on this little on, on this girl named uh let's see, which I think is in clips two. And these one. Yeah, Andiza or something was something similar. And uh she he met her at the orphanage some years ago and was playing with her and now she's in the united states coincidentally with a bunch of other girls from afghanistan visiting some clinics because apparently there's no doctors in afghanistan and somebody one of them needs prescription glasses another one needs dental work another one has a something wrong with her leg and another one it, and it, this whole thing is just bogus to the max and so i'm watching this thing kind of fascinated i'm saying why is what is the point of showing this at all i mean it's just a long package it's not a short piece on a, on a half hour nightly news show we're talking about nbc news it's a very long piece so i'm trying and at the very end i finally get what they're leading up to and this is going to be another meme we're going to catch and i'm going to tell you what it is in advance and you'll hear it so you don't have to try to guess it so they're going to get cut off anyway uh and it is apparently there you know we we have a lot of People in this country that either don't want to have kids or can't have kids and they want to adopt kids and they've already adopted a bunch of Ethiopian kids and they don't think much of that. And Chinese kids are sketchy. Romanian kids, they're, half of them are from insane asylums and they've had to ship them back, as we know by some stories. So we're looking for a new place. And then the, the girls in uh, Afghanistan, the Eurasian, many of them are very attractive. And this is about adoption. Damned Afghanis make it it's illegal come again on that it's illegal what to adopt it's for a foreigner to to adopt an afghan girl heroically
3: run by a woman named Andisha Fareed. It houses children of the war in a healthy, very happy environment. And our visit has stayed with us ever since, along with every child we met there. So we were surprised to learn that one of them, a girl named Shagofa, was here in the U.S. this summer. She had been a special part of our trip to Afghanistan because of the memorable way we met. Oh, you want me to put on your glasses and you're going to put on my glasses. It was a truly wonderful, genuine moment from our last trip to Afghanistan. (laughs) You look good in my glasses, actually. I'm not sure I look so great in yours. Shagofa was that young girl we met in the Kabul orphanage just about a year ago. Well, Shagofa is here in the U.S. this summer with a group of Afghan girls spending six weeks in Southern California. Sponsored by the group Solace for the children. Each girl is here for medical care. Shagofa for her eyes. Lita to get cavities filled. Okay, good. And surgery to save a leg infected from a mortar attack. We take
4: them to doctor's appointments. Doctors uh, donate their time pro bono to see them. And, and it's all about um, promoting peace between our country and Afghanistan. through the- uh, What?
1: what? It's all about promoting peace between our country and Afghanistan.
0: This is outrageous. This whole thing is outrageous. Nice even
3: from a distance, via Skype, Shagofa's charm comes right through the screen. Hey, Shagofa, guess what I brought? Look what I brought. Remember these? Remember how silly I looked in my glasses and then I wore your glasses and I looked even sillier. How are your eyes? Good? Yeah. Good. Good. Nancy and Matt should
1: go for host <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: This human interest stuff is killing me.
0: This is It's this is, just a setup for the for the for the home for the punchline at the end and the I- It's a tearjerker, it's ridiculous.
3: Parents here in the U.S. take comfort in knowing she will go back to a nurturing place to live, but it's going to be hard to let go.
5: When we heard that Shagofa was from an orphanage before she came, we were a little bit nervous. Just wondering, how are we going to send her back? But once we saw the footage of it, what the nightly news had shown, it seems like a very loving and um, great environment. We're happy for her.
3: Until that time when she has to return the family's making sure Shigofa enjoys a typical California summer at the beach and on the water and that rite of passage for so many American kids Disneyland for us she's going back with a better picture of America a better picture of the world The girls and Shagofa will return soon, healthy and happy and changed by what they've seen in the U.S., changed as well by the generosity of their American hosts, who've been changed themselves. She's a special friend of ours. And just a note here, while Afghanistan does not allow foreign adoptions, and goodness knows a lot of you have expressed an interest, there are ways you can help nonetheless. You can see our original report from the orphanage, and you can get more on the agency by logging on to our website. That's nightly.msnbc.com.
2: Ugh.
3: Wow. Wow.
1: Well, yeah, wow. Wow is right. So the, but I've seen a lot of these reports, you know, about the uh you know, that we're there to help and don't worry, we're from the government and we want to make it good and we're going to help the children. It's just it's it, why do people how can people stand
0: this? I don't know. They, they apparently they can't sit very long because they every two, 10 minutes have to take uh based on the commercials I see during these shows. Um Anyway, I don't know it but the whole thing is 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 if it's a public relations stunt, I think I don't know who's behind it, but I suspect it's some adoption agency that sees a gold mine here. Uh, in these in these uh, Afghan kids, many of them were very bright, and they you know would be much better off out of out of there if there's if one of them cast a mortar because she had a mortar attack. I mean, these subtle subtle messages went on throughout the uh, the the uh, piece, including you know that thing. Well, she came over for this, and then she because of a mortar attack. I mean, this is not a good environment for somebody to be raised in, and then they had these you know these cause these non-parents that were hosting the girls you know and it's just it was just the whole thing is set up in my opinion to get uh afghanistan to give up on their uh not allowing people to to adopt orphans because this wasn't about you know just any old girl off the street who uh, had the same issues that were in a poor family no these were orphans, so this was like, already gave you predisposed to the Well, if they're orphans, then they, they could, you know, be adopted, couldn't they? No, I guess not.
1: Speaking of uh, the kids, remember what I said about the Dutch government and why it was taking so long for them to uh, put a coalition together? Because they had to get the Christian Democrats in? Yeah. Because they run the justice system? And because all the pedo bears live there? Well, guess what? They just announced the most crazy government structure ever, with the Christian Democrats, the uh, VVD, which is the right wingers, and they, so as not to piss off the uh, the members of the Christian Democrat Party, uh, Geert Wilder's party, will not be a part of the coalition, but uh, they will uh, he, he will have something that they call uh, uh, like an approval process. So essentially they're going to make a deal behind closed doors all of Geert Wilder's uh, points will be put in they'll have to you know make all changes and rulings as according to what his party wants even though he won't actually be in uh, won't be uh, won't have any ministers or um, or any other um, coalition members so he's basically in the catbird seat so he huh. he, he can say whatever he want do whatever he want but he doesn't actually have any responsibility. And uh, the the Christian Democrats are in, so they can continue to run the justice system. They got exactly what they wanted. It hasn't been approved yet, but uh, this is the the latest.
0: Okay, well, that's interesting. It's about the best I can do.
1: Hmm. Other than uh, the uh, U.S. Postal Service, which, uh, of course, we already knew that they have uh, thousands of postal workers sitting... Uh, in uh, the ready... What do they call it? The ready room?
0: Yeah, you know, the rubber room or yeah, something. Yeah, where they just
1: sit in a room and watch television all day because there's no work for them, yet they can't be fired. Um, looks like they found some work for them as the Postal Service is ready to deliver life-saving drugs uh, to, what, six cities? They're training the mail carriers now uh, in case of uh, some form of large-scale terrorist attack. Your postal worker will come and give you uh, your uh, your... <laughs> to the head who knows what they're carrying this is weird this is and this was like a usa today story
0: yeah and yeah, nobody notices this stuff it's really peculiar i mean how come that's not on the uh, network news did you see anything about it no no it just was kind of floated through and nobody bothered and then of course the real news which i have uh, here for us which by the way i have an extra rundown which is real news yeah uh, <laughs> and now back to real news uh i feel really bad about this because I, i've been so out i've been pushing away real news to such an extreme trying to find kind of insights takes on other stories that i swear to god half the people they mentioned in this rundown i don't know what the hell they're talking about okay what is this oh this is extra yeah. All right.
8: Allie and Roberto today breaking news about the wedding and dancing with the stars. Are you guys ready?
9: We're ready. We're ready. Right, let's do it. Why Allie dumped Chris for Roberto. Will you marry me? Is it love at first sight? All the rumors set straight after the Bachelorette finale shocker. How did you guys keep it a secret? The $50,000 diamond, and is Chris the next bachelor? Bristol Palin dumps Levi again. Why it's suddenly over right after they announced they're getting married. Lindsay, untamed in Maxim, the sexy new cover she shot days before jail. President Clinton's moonwalk at Chelsea's wedding. New secrets today and a peek inside Chelsea and Mark's $4 million love net. Breaking Tiger divorce news. Is Elin smiling today because she just got the mansion? tonight's gps tracking stars on vacation madonna and jesus in portofino and who we caught cleaning up miami beach plus the question we just dared to ask bradley cooper about renee
8: no
1: (laughs) if you know at least five names in that report you must turn off your radio now You are not you are not allowed to listen who to this program. Hell, I have
4: no
0: idea. I have no bro. idea who those people are. <laughs>
4: It's an outrage
0: <laughs> Clinton, we kind of got that but come on that's nuts well i know the
1: bachelor thing the bachelorette
0: whatever yeah, we, we, but. We, we talked about that but all these new names have cropped up and there's fifty thousand dollar rings and all the rest of it what is this is anybody follow this i mean it i mean the only reason i actually like extra i think besides the fact that they it's all teasers is i just love that extra extra <laughs> thing that they keep saying hey breaking
1: news john In the International uh, Criminal Court, Naomi Campbell testified she didn't indeed receive the blood diamonds. Dirty stones, just dirty rocks. That's right. In 1997, when she was staying at uh, Nelson Mandela's house, Campbell Taylor. uh, So. Handed her so the her, way the
0: story, the way I see the story is the following. She's in over there. The guy, some creep comes up and says, here's some, here's some, some stones or diamonds for you. And she looks at them and, and she, I think she's sincere. She says, they look like dirty old rocks because <laughs> diamonds don't look like anything. And would they make it nice? You could hook them to a necklace or something, or you could have them chopped up and made into, you know, stones that are pretty. I, I'll bet you 10 bucks. She threw them out.
1: She says uh, she did not ask any questions when two men came to her room in the evening to give her what she said were very small, dirty rocks. (laughs) They're in the bottom of her fish tank. (laughs) She probably went, eh, eh. I mean, please. I want Mia Farrow to testify. That's what I want. I want to hear what she has to say.
0: Yeah. No, just yeah well whatever I don't know what what it proved one way or the other to get her to test her. I think I just wanted to see her, but she seems like a ditz.
1: but does this does this not put any kind of black mark on Nelson Mandela since it happened in his house?
0: uh no, you can't put a black mark on Nelson Mandela. It's impossible there's also i mean what about his wife Nellie, who is a corrupt figure yeah. in the government, yeah you know the guy is uh, bulletproof. they just he he gets a pass. he's got a, a get out of jail free forever, uh, card and that's, <laughs> well, that' that. seeing as he
1: was in there for thirty years, I guess uh <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, but I, I mean to me it's like, okay, wh- who were you hanging out with? Oh, you can imagine. A bunch of guys so, uh, coming to her room in the middle of the night, giving her small, dirty, <gasps> small, dirty stones. Almost spilled my coffee there.
0: I got some dirty, these are just look like dirty rocks. And she yeah, probably, yeah. I'm telling you, I swear to God, I, swear, I bet you she chucked them. No word on that. So they, no, did they bother asking her what happened to them?
1: No. no we, oh, we don't know. We the, the press was not allowed to ask her questions. She snuck into well, the she country. She will not
0: answer anyway. She's, no. a, she's a dipshit. <laughs> So yeah, I tell you, some people that aren't dipshits are the people who give to our show.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm not quite sure we're providing uh, the type of value we'd like to provide uh, on today's program because it's been very, very challenging so far. Uh, But I would like to point out that uh, uh, we have never missed a show yet, Um, and uh, we're trying. We're 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 trying to keep the uh, the tin cans and string together as I'm here uh, in. in the southern uh, Caribbean, just north of Venezuela, and we're, we are bringing you a show. We're trying to bring you as much value as possible. I think we'll have to focus extra extra attention on the
0: show for Sunday just to make up for it. Are you going to take a run to Venezuela while you're there and uh, oh, say I, hi I, to? Uh, I Bill? would
1: love to. We are drinking um, uh, Alo Presidente's beer, which is polar beer, or as they pronounce it here, polar. And I have to say, mm-hmm. it's quite good. You make some good beer. Well, you know, he's better. And from time to time, uh, you know, he uh, he gets pissed off at someone. And he'll just stop producing, and then everyone starts to freak out. Of course, I mean, f- forget the fact about you know what it's like to live in Venezuela. But when they stop producing the beer, I man, now we got a real panic. That would be a problem. But it's uh, it's quite good actually. So yeah, so we had a, a stellar. Uh, list of executive producers and associate uh, executive producers, which is really, really great to see uh, the support we have for the show. So we we feel that we are uh, giving back. This is a listener supported show, which means we take no uh, no corporate money, uh, no commercials ever, never will. Uh, we are completely uh, left up to your devices. And uh, John, let's uh, thank some of the people who have uh, supported Thomas
0: us. Uh, Thomas Hit Holler. Uh, Hitler, you might want to try to pronounce his name. It's H I T T H A L E R from Frankfurt. Hitler. Uh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, Hitler. Right. Uh, one, 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 one. Nice. And, uh, which is pretty funny. Moonlight night, Petaluma, California, $101 and one cent. Love your show. Instead. I simply lust for it. I don't love your show. I lust for it. <laughs> mm. Gets says it gets him aroused. Uh, um, Rather than using my name, please refer to me as Moonlight Knight. I hope you consider my recent email to you on Project Vigilant. I'll be happy to provide you more dog food. Not sure what that means. Uh, Era Deridian, or Deridarian, Deridarian, got it. Era Derdarian, which is an um, Armenian name, uh, from Trabuco Canyon, California, $100. Shalomi. Uh, George Zeisser from Clovis, and this is, by the way, this is uh, one of the pals, one of our uh, double nights down in, or uh, we have a night of uh, husband and wife night team in Clovis, New Mexico, and this is in honor of Dame Margaret George's birthday on Sunday, August eighth. Oh, nice. Well, we'll uh, we'll put her, Well,
1: do we have to? Yeah, we we do her in the in the birthday mentions in a minute. We'll
0: sure. do it on on on, on no, Sunday. I can do it. Uh, okay. but it's on a real day. We can do it if we don't forget.
1: Well, uh, then why did uh, Eric put it in the notes for to do birthday?
0: No, that, that that those notes come with the uh, PayPal file. He didn't put that there. Uh Daniel Horbrecht Berecht in Golden, Colorado, eighty one ten. Uh Jay Kramer or Kramer. Uh, I think it'd be pronounced Kramer. Uh Egan, Minnesota, six six dot six six uh Matthew Lesensky or it could be Lechensky, in Apple Valley, Minnesota, sixty three twenty. Uh he's assuming this is a note. It's a donation of three times three dot three three SDR in <laughs> this is the SDRs, in USD based on Wikipedia's latest exchange rate. Please feel free to use my name. Uh, he's anti-SB1070. It's simply an extension of federalism, federalism, national liberalism, trying to email something or other. We'll have to figure that out later. But apparently three times 333 comes to 6320, which is, I don't know what... Well, we might as well get
1: used to the SDRs now because they're coming eventually, so...
0: Yeah, you might be right. Good initiative. Uh, Uh... I think the next one on the list asked not to be mentioned, so I'm going to skip it. And if he wants to be mentioned, I'll mention him next time. Jeffrey Fitch, Windermere, Windermere Florida, 5510. Uh, he likes to credit the uh, donation to his brother in order to wish him a happy birthday. We have that on the list. He's one of that got me listening to the show about a year ago, but to my knowledge, the douchebag has never donated. If possible, can you wish him a happy birthday, but he will have to de himself. So... <sighs>
1: Hold on. Douchebag. <laughs> Some things still work here.
0: Yay. That's Jeffrey Fitch. Uh, and he's talking about uh, his brother. Uh, Simon Reed, uh, New York, New York 5510. Uh, Bing closed my cashback account, and, which is funny. And I thought, what better way to spend it than joining the Minutemen and helping Adam get a new car Thank you. Uh, did you see the Daily Show interview with Liv Schreiber? He outright says the spies were marketing for salt. Huh. You know, the movie Salt. Yes. Yeah, we had, we. that's what we said before he showed up. But, you know, it's obvious. Scott Rezpeka, I'm guessing. RZ. I think it's
1: uh, Rezepka. Rezepka. Rezepka?
0: Yeah, Rezepka. Yeah, it could be. Uh, he's given a ten. He's making a donation because August 5th is his 25th birthday. We can give him a shout-out. And so be, he's no longer a douchebag. I think he needs to be de-douched.
1: Okay. Yeah, you catch me <laughs> off guard once again. <laughs>
5: <laughs> You've been de-douched.
0: i just like to hear the little thing at the, the end. little, uh, that's the Okay, you're going to have to moral
1: pronounce moral this next one. Okay, this would be a Dutch name. This is... Uh... Jan-Jurgen Schwart. Come on, John, you can do it. Jan-Jurgen Schwartz,
0: Very good. And he's in Naldwick. (laughs) Naldwick. (laughs) Naldwick. (laughs) Naldwick. Uh, And then we have our knighthood Layaway, Travis Wynn. And finally, uh, Mike Nikolachuk. I'm guessing uh, Nikolachuk from the Paris of Canada, Saskatoon. He needs to be de after finding out a close friend of his just got the knighthood, James Adamson. It's a small in town.
1: Saskatchewan. It's a small town.
0: Uh, if he can cough up that much, then I can sure as hell make, help out as well. He gave us 50, and he helped introduce me to the show, which I love. I joined at episode 210, and I'm now hooked. I'm Canadian. I'm married to a wonderful woman who's both American and Dutch, so you can imagine how much fun your content is in our context. He also subscribed to the 3333 a month, wow. which we'll talk about in a minute, to help your cause. They have two shout-outs as well. Special thanks to Sigma on No Agenda Chat for informing me how to do shout-outs, and a final shout-out to my douchebag friend, Dirk. Douchebag. Who introduced me to the show with James and hasn't donated? He's a douche. You just gave him the sound out. Yeah. Step up Dirk from Gitmo North. Thanks for the great program, Mike.
1: So we have. To, so he uh, he needs to be deduced. <laughs> You've been deduced. Okay. <laughs> we got that out of the way. Let's do the birthdays real quick. Okay, you're going to have to help me, John, because the only one I have is uh, Scott Rezepka, whose birthday it, uh, is today, and uh, he supported the show, so happy birthday to you. So
0: we don't do the shout-out today,
1: Margaret George, today?
0: We have to do it on Sunday. That's her birthday.
1: Okay. Do you have any other birthdays? No, that should do it. We just have one other thing. Oh, that's good. It's your
0: birthday, yeah. Then we must do us uh, some knighthoods. Well, first I want one more douchebag call out because I've been promising uh, Brian Russell that uh, we would uh, uh, call out his pal uh, Damon Daling as a douchebag. Douchebag. All right. We're going to get in trouble for that. We're going to go to hell. (laughs) I don't think so. Something bad is going to happen. You can't just be calling everyone. Nobody's complained about it. I have yet to get a letter saying I am complaining about it. Or actually, Brian Brushwood uh, on the Twitch show Said that apparently somebody gave us some money to call him a douchebag, and he was moaning about it. He was like moaning about. It. He says, "I have to be de-douched I said, "Well, you know, well, you you got, don't-
1: yeah, you know how to do it. You know how to go." That's the guy who does. Uh, What's that? NSFW.
0: Yeah, NSFW. He's got uh, the, the spiky hair guy. That's funny. But he was moaning and groaning about it. <laughs> that's good. All right,
1: Astrid Klein, please step forward. Uh, this is for not for her. Uh, that's right. It's for, um, who is it for? Well, I'm going to have to go
0: back to my email.
1: I got it here. It's for, uh, her husband. I
0: don't have it in my, uh... No, it's her partner. Yeah, partner. Well... Uh, that is Mark Ditham. Mark! D-I-T-H-A-M. Step forward, as we now proudly pronounce the... Sir Mark, Knight of the
1: No Agenda Roundtable, please... I don't know if your partner minds if you can enjoy some hookers and blow, but you're welcome here at the table for sure. Then we have Chris Jacob, a brand new straight-to-the-night table night of the No Agenda Roundtable. BullseyeUSA.com for your $1,000 donation. We hereby... Hold on, Johnny. I need a big sword for Chris because he's uh, he's kind of a stocky guy. You know what I mean? We hereby pronounce thee Sir Chris... Knights of the No Agenda Roundtable. Ouch.
0: <laughs> Do you like my new theme? Yeah, it's just different. It's yeah. a little more British.
1: It's a little bit. And then uh, why don't we explain the NoAgendaFans.com concept
9: briefly. Yeah, No
0: Agenda Fans is doing a uh, challenge coin that you can get through them. They give us uh, uh 75% of the proceeds and... Uh, which accounts for all these knights that are cropping up because Paul Couture wants to get us twelve new knights, and he's he's the one who's he's designating people, and uh, they're becoming knights on uh, his uh, command.
1: So uh, Matthew Petty, step forward onto the stump. It is kind of a stumpy-looking thing, actually. That's my sword, John. Your sword? Yeah. Ah, uh, it's a special knighthood for Matthew Petty as he becomes a knight in the order of the mint of the No Agenda Roundtable for uh, ordering one of the $33.33 No Agenda Challenge coins. Matthew Petty, we hereby pronounce the Sir Matthew Knight of the No Agenda Roundtable. I'm kind of liking that new theme.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it has, a, it has a grander quality to it. Yeah, I'm looking to see if there's any more uh, birthdays here that we might have missed, but I don't see any. So I think we're in good shape. I think we got through it. Yes.
1: Uh, Dvorak.org slash NA is where you can go to support this show. Um, Or you could just go to the Ministry of Communications in Bonaire, Netherlands Antilles, and get them some real connectivity. That would help. God, you know, I'm always looking for an island where I can live, and this is not going to be it now, that's for sure.
0: Uh, and you can also go to noagendashow.com, and if you can't get to the Dvorak.org slash NA site, uh, you can go to our backup, which is channeldvorak.com uh, slash NA. So it's dvorak.org NA, channeldvorak.com slash NA, and that's the donation page. And it has the $33 thing on there, and it has all the updated uh, programs.
1: And also, yeah, consider... Uh uh, which is a new program we have, which is uh, the $33.33 a month. Now, this is a, a, a serious commitment to the show, uh, mainly because it comes back every single month. But this is really how we will uh, eventually be self-sustaining, is through these monthly donations. And, of course, everybody who's donating $5 a month, thank you very much for your support as well. Um, it's about uh, 900 or 1,000 people now, which is it's really good. It's really getting somewhere. Uh but if yeah. you if you join the $33.33 a month program uh then you automatically get a numbered boarding pass for the mothership uh which of course will eventually come to uh, sweep us all away and to save us from the stupidity here on earth uh which John apparently is going to remain behind and uh and fight
0: uh by I'm going to stay that, somebody's got to stay behind us blow up the zombies <laughs> so you can get away safely
1: <clears throat> there is this guy in uh, uh, Australia, uh, Ragbir Bathal, and he is known as the Alien Hunter. And he says that he—you're <laughs> yeah, you're laughing, but this this guy's for real. No, hold on a second. This guy's well, for I'm real. I'm sure he lives. I'll, I'll put yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to put a uh, a link in the show notes at NoAgendaShow.com. And he claims to have definitely found a signal. He's not look he says that all those SETI guys and people looking for radio signals, they're crazy. that's not the way to do it. Oh no, it's light signals and uh, he finds these things amongst the noise uh, of other light that is coming from of course light years away. And uh, in December of uh, last year, he said that he definitely found a, um, a signal. He has uh, verified it with uh with uh, fellow scientists and uh of course he's now he's waiting for the next signal and nothing else has come but uh there's, there's hope <laughs> there, there, you
0: laugh he about you this verified stuff. it with other scientists <laughs> yes <laughs> the science is in
4: science! Science! Science!
0: yes he has oh there's all kinds of great stuff
1: these solar storms is another huge story that uh, you know NASA is like oh we've, we've never had anything like this happen before things are definitely changing you've heard about the uh uh about the uh, about the solar storms john
0: yeah there's supposed to be a solar tsunami coming yes. our way
1: i love the word how they slipped that in tsunami yeah and it's going to it's going to knock out uh gps communications satellite communications and apparently it's already started with the internet at least our communications
0: yeah, at least the, the island Um, Yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. It could. I mean, you know, they they know for a fact that if you get enough of a a blast from the sun, it could take, because these, you know, they they use hardened, uh, in most satellite, especially military satellite communications, the chips that they use in these things are not the chips that you and I buy at Fry's. No. (laughs) They're hardened. They're designed to withstand uh, electromagnetic pulses. But they can withstand you know necessarily the circuit board itself i mean that you should be able to blow these things up
1: news coming from both uh gitmo nation great white north and the lowlands at the same time and there is no coincidence of course we've been following the uh, anti-alcohol or as non uh, john calls it the neo-prohibitionist movement and now the uh the interlock uh will now be is now being used in uh in canada and uh, so, this, so if you get a DUI, if you're caught driving while intoxicated, you are basically forbidden to drink at all. So, you know, that's the scram bracelet part. Uh, but you get a suspension, and after the suspension, then you can uh, cough up 150 bucks to install the interlock on your car, $115 monthly fee, a $50 removal fee. Same goes for Gitmo Nation Lowlands. This is a, uh, a global program, apparently, uh, to get us off the evil alcohol.
0: How the thing works? Well, we know how it works. You got to blow in it, and you have to hum while no, you I'm blow. No, not about the, the the bracelet on your leg.
1: Oh, it, it's just uh, it's just it's sniffing you. Mm. And, and once it sniffs some uh, some alcohol, it uh, it communicates with some a- access point, and then it uh, then it uh, yeah right it gets like, you in
0: trouble. For all we know, it doesn't work at all.
1: No. <laughs> The craziest thing, though, that is coming out of uh, Gitmo Nation East is they are now selling milk in a bag. Yeah, I got that note. What is up with that? I don't
0: know. What's the point of it?
1: Well, apparently, it's uh, it, you know, it doesn't use horrible packaging. Uh, What's the bag? It's not a paper bag. No, no, but it doesn't. Well, but it doesn't use any carton or paper or anything at all. It's just it's less, I guess. But it's the stupidest thing ever. You see people going home with a bag full of milk. I mean, please.
0: <laughs> In the United States, it won't work because kids would be poking poking the bags and they'd be leaking all over the place. Yeah, you just go to the store with like a pen with a sharp point on the end. You just poke 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 poke, poke really you know casually and then leave. I just thought it was... uh, That's what we do in this country. Yeah.
1: We do that to our condoms as well. That's really fun. It's a great sport. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Dairy Crest Milk in Bags. They use 75% less packaging and give you 175% more hassle. Dairy Crest Bagged Milk. An 18-month trial.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I ain't gonna fly. So I have a couple clips. that. There's a clip that I got that just was a head shaker because when I first heard it I'm thinking well there's some more Republicans moaning and groaning about things and how they need to you know take back the country and uh, pl- just play the, f- the first beginnings of this is you know this is the long clip I just sent it long I, you only have to play a little bit but just play the very beginning and then stop it like just play the, f- the first and couple Washington,
6: of things. we can take on the special interest and take back our country
0: all right, let so me stop there. Yeah,
1: this is a meme that has been going on for a while, by the way, the take back our country meme.
0: Yeah, so you where do you think this was? Is this maybe at uh, a tea party, maybe, or uh, a Kiwanis <laughs> club? What do you think? <laughs> let me think. Uh, I give up. This was at the Netroots a blogging conference, which is a left-wing blogging conference. Oh, I saw
1: some of this. This is just before I left. I saw this. There was some chick on stage with an iPad
0: reading her notes. And this woman is Terrell Clark. She's running against Michelle Obama. I'm sorry, Michelle uh, <laughs> yeah. Bachman. Uh, against Obama, too, probably. Michelle Dua Obama. She's yeah. running against Cheryl ba- or Michelle, get it, eventually. <laughs>
2: Cheryl, she's running against uh, whoever. Michelle
0: Bachman. And she, she's going on and on about taking back the... Wait, hold on a second. It was Stop. a blogger's conference. Stop me if I'm wrong. The Democrats have the... House, they have the Senate, and they have the presidency, and they're going to put all the new justices in. Who are they going to take back the country from? She's telling me that she's a Democrat. She's going to run to what? Take it back from who? Obama? No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. She's is, an idiot. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Above all, yes. But I think this is about um, the, the incessant bitching about the Republicans using parliamentary tricks. To uh, to block all legislation. That's what that's what they're trying to propagate. I think.
0: Play from the beginning again until you get sick of it. Okay.
6: Oda and Washington. We can take on the special interest and take back our country. Yes, take back the country. Michelle has the full backing of Wall Street, of Carpet America, and Sarah Palin. We're in for quite a fight, but. But I know a thing or two about fighting, being part of a Navy. Because th- I'm a blogger damn it. family, watching my parents try to deal with their business and feast and famine, working my way through college, it taught me to be tough. I built my career standing up for families, working for veterans and seniors, and advocating for our youngest Americans. When the insurance industry spent a million dollars trying to stop,
0: uh, OK, I'm done. I was wondering how far you could get oh so that's God. about right she goes on and on she's terrible and she looks weird she's got she i can't even she's like one of these women who feels obliged to get too tan mm. so she's got that over tan look like she not only spends all her time under the sun lamp but she's also slapping on some stuff to make it even darker and uh and she's got i don't know if you didn't like if you don't like michelle bachman i can't see how you would like her now this is the speech goes on and on and then the it's a bloggers conference which I never heard of until Netroots and there's apparently a right wing bloggers conference that took place at the same time so I'm surprised they just don't open the doors and let the guys slug it out so at the so at the end Laura Flanders who comes out and she. In, it, with that with that Lyndon LaRouche voice that she has, comes out and introduces some woman who's running for attorney general or, or lieutenant governor in Texas. And I just found this woman to be the most, the woman that she introduces to be the most annoying woman ever. I can't imagine her possibly winning anything. She's an old uh, AFL-CIO hack. And she immediately starts speaking Mexican to endear the bloggers <laughs> to her, I suppose. Now, was this and the she- chick with the iPad? i don't know no i think the first chick had the ipad
1: yeah oh that that, that was just irritating she's like holding the ipad it was like her teleprompter
0: well this woman though she comes out but just play flanders introducing her and then play it goes right to the end as a short clip but to listen to the i mean she says buenos noches and then <laughs> insists that the audience repeat after her buenos, <laughs> buenos noche. noches yes we
1: can
5: was paid for them in part I know she would want me to say by the woman I'm about to introduce she's a woman who has worked for 40 years in the labor movement and backstage I just asked her "Well, why why take this on now and she said well we really want to have a strong running mate for the governor of Texas and we looked around for a, a, a lieutenant governor candidate and If not me, then who? I kind of waited for somebody to do it, and I did it. I'm going to step up and do it. And that's what she's done her whole life. That's the inspiration that she brings to us. Don't wait for somebody to do the job. Do the job. I want to introduce to you Linda Chavez Thompson, formerly vice president of AFL-CIO, candidate for lieutenant governor of Texas.
10: Thank you. Thank you. Buenas noches. Hey, there we go. No se oye. Can't hear you. Buenas noches. noches. All right. (laughs) Es un placer estar aquí con ustedes. Yeah,
1: I'm voting for her.
10: You're welcome. You're welcome. It's great to be here with my kind of people.
0: Here. Here. My kind of people.
10: And yes, you are my kind of people. Because you never back down, and you never stop fighting, and I admire that about you. I've got to tell you, though, that uh, I may be a little too ready to fight. I paid extra to fly direct from San Antonio on Southwest Airlines because I no longer want to change planes in Phoenix, Arizona.
1: (laughs) Right, okay. Yeah, great. What are we? What is coming of us? What is happening? (laughs) This is not good. This is a holes
0: everywhere. It's
1: really really bad. Oh my goodness! I um, I do I I wouldn't mind trying to play one clip uh, from here, which uh, will uh, unfortunately will come from uh, from YouTube. But I don't know if uh, if you saw David Letterman with rate my friend, my dear dear friend Rachel Maddow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, I was watching, I was looking at the, the rundown, I was thinking of looking at that or even recording it, because I know there'd be some gems in there, and I said, mm, you know, I just find, I can't, I just would be so, I'd be starting to itch watching the, the Maddow and Letterman uh, exchange uh, information, well, it was is going to work I, just play, I, I like, couldn't
1: watch it. Well, I just want to play the, uh, the setup, because, I mean, even though we keep forgetting Cheryl's name, whatever her name is, what is her name?
0: Rachel Maddow? No, 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 no. The, the Michelle Bachman? No, the woman who... Um, Cheryl Sherrod. Yeah, Cheryl Sherrod. Sharon Sherrod.
1: Sharon. Sharon I Cheryl. don't know her name. Even though we forget her Sharon. name. When you listen to Letterman <laughs> and Maddow, and they're talking about, uh, what's the name, Breitbart, and how this whole thing came down, it sounds like they rehearsed this. Like they scripted it and said, okay, let's make this really simple for stupid people to understand. We're gonna really talk very slowly and explain exactly how bad this guy is. And by the way, no fan of of Breitbart here, but just listen to this. It was I was blown away by you know how this slave talk literally just like okay the slaves have to understand this. Let's say it like this. And uh, uh, so th- there's a guy
11: who apparently uh, takes interviews and press conferences and and edits them and cobbles them together so they give the exact opposite of impression of what was really being expressed. What's the What's the guy's name?
6: Uh,
1: uh, uh, uh like she doesn't know. Uh, uh, Bart. Right. Now, who does this guy work for?
6: Uh, I think he works for himself. He's sort Uh, of a he was sort of a a uh, spin-off from uh, 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 that from the drug. I mean, isn't
0: that just set up? I mean, she knows exactly who the guy is. And and the other thing is the the Letterman Show, and to the same extent the Leno Show, are extremely prepped. Oh, yeah. It's not like, you know, the, the way Larry King operated, which was, you know, you, you don't want to talk to him. He's not going to pre-interview you. You come on the show, no. you sink or swim. No. These shows are pre-interviews. Uh, they're as they're clo- close to being scripted as possible.
11: Report. Right. So he's okay. got things. He can just make up any old thing he wants. Yeah. And then somebody, uh, I think in this case it was Fox, gets a hold of it and and reports it as factual, as factual, as factual. And in this case, it was racism in the United States Department of Agriculture. Do I, do I have
6: that correct? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. The, wo- the woman who works for the USDA is giving telling a story to a black NAACP audience about the importance of doing your job in a colorblind way and about not being racist and all these things and he runs it as a racist from the usda but
1: wait a minute didn't every single news channel run with that story exactly the
0: way it was that's why she got fired and hold and and do they mention that obama's administration ran with the story yeah no
1: (laughs) no they don't mention it it's just like, and why is Rachel Mano even, does she have a movie coming out? Is she sexy? Is Well, she could be deemed kind of hot, I guess. But, you know, why is she even on Letterman? Why does she get to come on and, and talk about this? Is Letterman now just another purpose. shill, just another arm of the Ministry of Truth?
0: I don't know. It would make you think so.
6: It was, uh, it was kind of amazing.
1: Kind of amazing,
11: and and then and, uh, it, it took several days to unravel, and, and mi- many mistakes were made, including uh, the, the White House knee-jerk reaction. No, no, he does say it. That's good. Immediately, That's getting, good. B- pulling this woman over on the side of the road and saying, you've got to turn in your resignation. Right. Now, now, how much, good Lord, here's a woman, as it turns out, doing the right thing. Yeah. How much time, energy was wasted, uh, because this guy
1: was <laughs> f***ing around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? And so, I don't know, man. I, I I, I can't watch Letterman anymore after this. Why is this on his show?
0: Yeah, good question. Why is she on the show? You're right. There's no book. There's nothing to plug. He very rarely brings people on. I mean, he does have a couple of regulars that will bring on in a pinch if somebody can't do the show, but they're usually not even prepped. They're just, you know, you used to have like Tony Randall when he was alive. He just, you know, some guests would drop out, boom, Randall'd come on. And they'd change a few stories and yuck it up because they worked work together forever. And that was the end of it. But uh, why would they bring her on unless she, and she wasn't, she's not one on his list of people that substitute for, for guests that, that bail out. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, but, it's a mystery. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: Well, uh, all I know is I can't watch Letterman
0: anymore. You can't well, trust him now. No, you can't trust him now. It's well, done. you can't trust him. That, if, you, if you got me to the conclusion you can't trust him, you can still watch him. He well, still anyway, has now and again.
1: Uh, another story that, of course, uh, we're all just uh, letting slip right over us, and uh, not a problem whatsoever, but it is uh, being reported on MSNBC. The... Uh, Naked body scanners, which I again refused to go through at uh, Los Angeles International Airport, which actually gave me a minor hassle, because they closed off the uh, the TSA line at the checkpoint, as it's now even announced. Checkpoint, you must go through the checkpoint, Charlie. You must go through the checkpoint. Um, They closed it off, and I said, "I'm not going through the. uh, I'm not going through your uh, scanner. Why not?" Oh, because uh, it's not safe. Oh, okay. Well, hold on, then we'll open up another thing there. But uh, you you could just go through it. No, no, thank you. A story now, uh, which actually was reported by CNET, who I guess listened to this show. U.S. Marshal Service admitted this week it had saved thousands of images that had been recorded from a security checkpoint in uh, Florida courthouse. That's where they stored all those images. So, uh, remember, they promised us that they won't be stored. It was just uh, analyzed, and you can't actually see any of your uh,
0: any of your bits. Uh, they're just storing everything. Yeah, you never know. It might come in handy.
1: <laughs> it's uh, but, but there's no one's up in arms about this. No one cares. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it's all
0: I know, that's what the pathetic part is. Everyone should refuse to go through the device.
1: Let's see what else we got here, John. Uh, as I said, I really didn't have... Uh, I got all my,
0: my stories. Well, let's 10. see, I got another clip or two we can go on. Play the Tom Sullivan Show with the blowhard.
12: That the the intelligence community has grown exponentially since 9-11 to where they're focusing on quantity rather than on quality. Do you agree or disagree with that assumption? Well, uh, look, we need an awful lot of quantity because we got caught flat-footed on 9-11, and uh, even if you have some duplication of effort, that's okay because people don't always know what program it is they're supporting. That is, we might be duplicating some efforts for one program that's supporting something that's very classified on this side of the wall, and the same kind of effort supporting a different program, totally different, highly classified on the other side of the wall. You don't always want these things to come down to the same funnel because we When they do... You have exactly what happened with that WikiLeak. You've got some young guy who had overview of an awful lot of programs he shouldn't have had any overview of, and he violated the trust and confidence of the military and of his own nation by leaking that information to an outfit out there. Now, with respect to the Washington Post, Tom, uh, no matter how hard I think about it, I can come up with no upside to Dana Priest and William William Akin writing some kind of article which tries to expose all the elements, the little companies, the people involved in our intelligence community. It is complex. There is a lot of money out there. But at the end of the day, if those two Washington Post journalists, everybody in this town and everybody in San Diego where you are, are safe, that's what America should want. And I think that's what we get with this system we right now have. Hey, man, thank you so much. Hey, uh, man, now this actually, is a show he's, he's on def- Fox Business, I think. It.
1: He's defending it? He's defending yeah. that one in every three Americans works for the CIA with top secret clearance?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's defending it, and he's defending everything. He's just a defender. That's great. And, I, and the guy's like a ex major in the military, which is like it seems to me that if you're going to be one of these talking heads, for, you know, brought brought in from the military or the CIA, you better have a higher, you know, a status than major. He's just some blowhard, and it was like I, I'm watching Fox going, "This is just ridiculous." So, so this is watching watching Fox on the weekend. You get these kinds of things, but the one I think that is the most interesting, and I like the. Uh, probably this will be my last clip for the show, and we can probably wrap, start to wrap. But see if you can catch the interesting Geraldo flub. He's talking to some black guy about you know uh, how people can become Democrats or Republicans. It's just a kind of a talking a little bit about race, mm-hmm. but he makes this interesting flub, and he st- and he and he he, he kind of saves it, and he just keeps talking as though it never never even happened. And I want to see if you can. I'm not going to challenge you on it, but I'm going to see if you can catch it. <laughs>
11: the, the fact is, this is, really funny. <laughs> this is an American issue. This is an issue about green, not about
12: black, white, brown. And as, uh, you probably track this, as Latinos, as uh, uh, African Americans kind of go up the social and economic ladder and make it, uh, do they become as white, do they track the
11: <laughs>
9: majority?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do they become as white? I mean, uh, <laughs> do they, when they get more money? Do they become more white? Oh, that's great. Let me hear that again. Uh, uh do they become the as pretty good, but he because he didn't want to draw attention to it.
1: No, he, he covers it, but I caught it. Let me hear it again. Do they become as white? Do they track the majority population? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could you two can become white, Geraldo. Just stay at it, my friend. <laughs> You can be just like us. You can be just as good
0: crazy. That's funny. I like that. You know yeah, I got a kick out of that catch.
1: We're actually getting very close, John, to saving Mel Gibson. Uh, we're you know, of course we know that uh we're quite confident Mel Gibson is uh, uh is a huge nicotine addict, is on Shantix, and uh, that's why he's been going crazy. Um big uh, just a slew of reports out of Australia uh, now reporting uh, about uh, another fifteen who have committed suicide on uh, yeah. well on Shant or Shampix as it's called uh, down under uh, since 2008. So so it's it's good you know it's like now at least we have his home country his homeland is talking about it. Maybe it'll seep through and maybe he. I mean you just you can almost wait for it for Mel to go. Uh, oh crap. That's why I'm freaking out. You can just wait for it. So I'm glad that uh, somehow this has crept into the news in uh, Gitmo Nation Down Under, and hopefully Mel will catch wind of it, and uh, and he'll come out, and, and you can just wait for it. Wouldn't it be crazy if, he, if, if that was the next real news report, where he said, uh, I was on Chantix?
0: Well, they, the Chantix people, the drug companies, are going ha- they're going to have to put the lid on it, so that the- it's going to be difficult for that to actually appear anywhere. Mm.
1: Well... If, you know Mel doesn't seem to have problems saying other things that are yes yeah, acceptable so he may not care and <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of people probably the most emailed story is about uh, why Jean uh, now having announced that he is uh, running for president of Haiti I mean I don't understand didn't we say this like a couple weeks ago already and uh, why I think is we when- called
0: this during the Haiti thing and the guy kept showing up and yeah, he but, I think yeah. They talked about. I think there was a sixty-minute special where they hinted at this. This was all set up.
1: But how how come people are emailing it like we're right about something? I mean, this this we were just reporting this for weeks and weeks
0: on end. This is no big surprise. I think it's because we maybe picked it early. we like a lot earlier. I don't know. I have oh. no idea. I know, I was actually surprised by that myself.
1: Yeah, but he he did announce. I think he announced it on uh, Larry King. And uh, he's filed all the documents and uh, he wants to become president. And uh, I think that we're pretty convinced that he's buddy buddy with Bill Clinton. And he was in the yeah, hotel chain. Yeah. Wycliffe Jean Pension. <laughs> it'll, it has a nice ring exactly. to it. It does. Well, we'll see. Now, it'll, it'll, if he actually, of course, if he runs, he's going to win. Oh,
0: yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a shoe in. And uh, and then what? I mean, know? I think that, you know, if, if Britney Spears ran for Congresswoman in, in the L.A. area, <laughs> she probably I'd, win.
1: I'd vote for her. Just having said, I did it. I was a part of that movement.
0: Definitely a winner in the Beverly Hills area. The uh, Daily Mail
1: reports that, uh, and this is kind of interesting, I probably should have done this right after the donations, but uh, Churchill and Eisenhower agreed to cover up. An RAF planes UFO encounter during World War II. Secret files now
0: revealed. It could have been that, that flying bell that the Nazis invented.
1: Well, they, well the, the Nazis had all kinds of uh, flying saucer technology.
0: Yeah, in fact, they have a whole flying saucer special that was done on the History Channel that I, uh, I backed up on a DVD for you.
1: Ooh, nice. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Because yeah,
0: it, it's actually quite entertaining. If anybody gets a shot at this, it's, a, it's on the Nazi, you know, they have a lot of Nazi <laughs> it's, stuff. It's, it's on Nazi Week. Nazi Week, Nazi Channel, the History, it, it may be History or History International is on the, the Nazi, U, Nazi flying saucers or something like that. And they'd develop some um, some crazy technologies.
1: It was uh, Speaking of that, there was a report, I'm looking for it right now, um, that the anti- Defamation League has now downgraded the swastika as a uh, as an anti-Semitic uh, symbol. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see if I can find that. I wonder why. Uh, I'll have to pull up the pull up the report here. Of course, everything here it is. ADL downgrades swastika as Jewish hate symbol. And uh, let's pull this up for a second. It's in uh, the Jewish week. The painting of a swastika, that dark, ubiquitous signature of hateful vandals everywhere, is no longer automatically considered an act of anti-Semitism under new guidelines for recording attacks against Jews, announced this week by the Anti-Defamation League. Huh. The most prominent Jewish defense agency in the country, perhaps in the world, announced on Tuesday it has revamped its guidelines for recording anti-Semitic incidents in its annual survey for the first time in 30 years, taking a more conservative, uh, conservative approach. Uh, we know that the swastika, for some, has lost its meaning as the primary symbol of Nazism and instead become more generalized... Sim- oh, 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 I see what they're doing. So it's not just against Jews, it's a, a more generalized symbol of hate. But wasn't the swastika originally just a purely re- religious symbol?
0: Yeah, but I think the direction of the uh, of the lines that went in the opposite way, mm. the, the religious version. Hmm.
1: Well, I just thought that was very interesting they would come out and say that. I guess it's not really a downgrade, it's more like an upgrade.
0: Yeah, kind, it's of a, uh, kind of a side grade. Side grade, yeah.
1: And the uh, EPA is now considering a crackdown on farm dust. If approved, this would establish the most stringent and unparalleled regulation of dust in our nation's history. Yes, r- just when you thought rainwater was it. Now you can't make dust anymore.
0: Yeah, they wanted to put the farmers out of business. It really I have appears that way. I've yet to see way. anybody plow a field without where making some dust and
1: kicked up. Yeah, without making dust, it's,
0: uh, it just lands back on the ground somewhere. I mean, what's the point? I think is it going into the upper atmosphere? I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Uh, I see you have a couple clips which are kind of jumping out out at me. I wouldn't mind playing those before we uh, close down the show. Which ones? Uh, Chelsea Clinton?
0: Oh yeah, this is uh, well, this is, <laughs> this is the best report you could find on Chelsea Clinton. By the way, it brings the point, the point up, which I'll bring up after you run the clip.
8: Word is, he's so relaxed, he was moonwalking at the reception.
5: I'm sure that Hillary is dying to have grandchildren. What will be interesting is how many children they do have when they have children. He's from a family of 11, she's an only child.
8: Where will Chelsea live? This is the Lower 5th Avenue building she calls home with Mark and their Yorkshire Terrier, Soren. Of course, the four million million three three-bedroom love nest purchased by Mark is similar to this one in the very same building featured for sale on YouTube. Chelsea's apartment is 1,900 square feet, so there's plenty of room for a nursery. The big question now, with Mark being Jewish and Chelsea being Methodist, how would they raise
5: their child? When the children are born, that's when we'll know, but probably a marriage of faiths. They seem very supportive of each other, so I would think they would have discussed it before getting married.
8: For now, the 30-year-old bride and 32-year-old groom are focusing on their careers. Mark's an analyst at a hedge fund called G3 Capital. Chelsea just got a master's degree in public health at Columbia University, has a background in finance, and is about to begin work on her PhD at NYU's Wagner Graduate School of Public Service. Clearly, what's next for this low-key but politically connected couple? A very bright
1: future. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so she's going to run for president yeah
1: exactly it's, it's like so clear yeah,
0: yeah so love, obvious to me I'd, I'd but the it. thing that's weird to me was they, they, all the commentary about Clinton having lost like 20 or 30 pounds he looked like crap which indicates you know maybe he's not healthy but they said no he's lost the, 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 the litany was he lost the weight for the wedding what, is it, what, is it, what, what was the, the dad walking the daughter down the aisle why, who loses weight for that
1: is that see? I haven't seen any reports, so I, I really don't know. Yeah,
0: well, that's basically what's going on, and it was mentioned by some others that you know I talked to about this. Well, maybe you know what other reason do you lose weight unless you're sick or you need to lose weight? Uh, but it's like if you're you know maybe having a uh, some new girlfriend, a lot of people lose weight. Ooh, ooh, interesting. So that's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, you
1: never really hear about
0: those two. No. And yeah, in yeah, the beginning of the report it says Hillary's anxious to have grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think so.
1: Right. All right. Uh I, I might as well uh just do this one as I uh look for the uh, here we go All aboard trains good planes bad <laughs> Yes, the absolute best story in the ongoing war between trains and planes. And, of course, there's uh, tons of stories always coming out that uh, predominantly are anti-plane and pro-train. But this one, I mean, Hill and Knowlton, whoever was on this, they deserve a raise. Ready? Go. Seven puppies died after
0: being shipped
1: from Tulsa to O'Hare Airport on an American Airlines flight.
0: Yeah, seven puppies. It's, it's always like puppies. When you're
1: killing the puppies, that's the then the, you know, then you then you are just evil. Then you're just going to hell. <laughs> killing puppies.
0: And that's yeah, yeah. yeah just I kill, saw
1: the that kill the puppies. Kill the puppies. Hundred and twenty-two dogs have died while being shipped on airplanes since May two thousand five.
7: Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. So and uh I have two more things. I got something bad and something good uh we actually have uh producer adam b who works in a hospital i'm not going to mention where he works but he says you guys got it right vivitrol is a pile of crap this is not a wonder drug now this is the uh the drug that is now being propagated as uh helping you stop uh, smoke marijuana uh if you're right, right. addicted to alcohol it. or anything else it does uh, everything he says it blocks your opioid receptor in your brain these are needed to make you happy or feel rewarded. It was first used for heroin addicts because it directly stops the effect of heroin. Now they're using higher doses over a longer period of time, uh, as it's a long-acting injection, to essentially block the high from alcohol, but it doesn't do anything to the receptors that alcohol actually works on. It's just a way to make alcoholics or drug addicts miserable. I would not be surprised. I would not be so. This is a doctor speaking. I would not be surprised to see people who take this drug for too long would have an extremely high rate of suicide. Increased risk of depression is about five times compared to a placebo. It's a great way to kill off those who don't fall into line. It's a needle full of shut up, slave. Love it. And, uh, boy, I'm out of breath here. This climate is not good for uh, doing a show. Mm. Um, there's a website I'd like you to see. Cats that look like Hitler dot com.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I actually <laughs> blogged this.
1: <laughs> I had not heard of this.
0: it has been I around said, for a long time. Oh, my
1: God. It is amazing. It absolutely makes you just smile. And, and we'll leave you with that smile on your face as you go, and, uh, go to that website right now. And we'll uh, close down this show. Which has been one of the most challenging in a long time, John.
0: It went the last hour. It went fine.
1: Well, yeah, but I felt kind of helpless, you know, not having been able to get all my stuff together. No, don't
0: and... worry about it. It's just you, do, you can fix it and edit. Yeah.
1: I'll spend the rest of my day doing that, editing all the dropouts and putting everything back together. Nice. So, um, I shall be back at uh, the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center on Sunday for another uh, episode of No Agenda. Thank you for bearing with us, those of you on the stream, the human resources who have been powering everything for this program. And uh, coming to you from the Beach Hut Crackpot Command Center, 35 clicks north of Allo Presidente in Venezuela, in the morning,
0: I'm Adam Curry. And from northern Silicon Valley... I'm John C. Dvorak.
1: We will talk again on Sunday for early morning service right here on No Agenda.
12: Yeah. Hello?